Hello and welcome along to the 98 Not Out podcast. In this edition, we take a look at the 100 amid reports of falling viewing figures on the BBC and interest waning as matches have become less competitive this year compared to last year. Winning margins have widened. We ask, is the 100 losing its shine? In the Cricketer, Nick Howson writes that uh, about the hundred, we can we can say the hundred because um, the Grumbler's not around, <laughs> not in earshot. Because when the Grumbler's about, we have to call it the tournament that shall not be named. Yes. Um, Nick Howson writes in the Cricketer that the tournament so far has lacked dramatic matches and finishes. He suggests that more knockout games are required to ensure the occasion matches the hype. Has the novelty worn off already? There have been very few close matches. In fact, margins of victory have widened this year. Um, the schedules clash with the return of the Premier League, um, which might account for a dilution of interest, especially if you're getting people that aren't normally used to cricket. Um, but ticket sales remain high, with over half a million sold. Well, sold? Well... Sold or allocated? Yeah, you know. It said sold in the on his piece. So uh, yeah, but I get your point because yeah, they've been doing a lot of that. Mm. Now this is interesting. This is interesting because whiz back twelve months, uh, and I'll give an example of my eighteen-year-old son, who was seventeen, he was then. Very excited about the hundred. Went up. Um, didn't have any particular allegiance. He went to Lords to watch London Spirit. Who didn't win anything last year, uh, and then was quite able to hop over to the Oval and go and watch the Oval Teenies. Um, <laughs> sorry, Oval Invincibles. Um, and uh, he was very keen and very happy and, and bought a couple of T-shirts and baseball caps and whatever else. Not been to one single game this year, not really been talking about it. He's watched a bit on the telly. Um, I don't think I've seen uh, a whole match. No, I've not. And you know what, interestingly, I watched... Some of the game last night, Manchester Original was against Oval Invincibles, I guess it was. Um, and I found myself forgetting that it was the 100. Oh, yeah. I know that's almost blasphemy because it was just cricket. Yeah. It was just cricket. You know, I didn't even notice particularly that there were only five balls in a set no, rather no. than an over. Um, the only thing that really alerted me to the. Uh, to the fact that it was the 100 was the god-awful band that played between innings um, which incidentally when they finished got virtually no yeah, applause I whatsoever thank you very much yeah porridge oh, brilliant thanks um, so yeah I think you know I do think it's, it's maybe, I wouldn't say it's run its course already but I don't think it's um, it's quite living up to the hype Oh, it's interesting, and uh, yeah, I noticed that about the band. And if you notice, it depends on what channel you watch it. If you watch it on BBC Two, you get all that, yeah. and the commentary's a lot more, you know, it's not technical at all. Dumbed down, I suppose, is the right word. Yeah. Um, but because it's, it's got toughers on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evening toughers. <laughs> Spotted you at the burger stand the other day. Um, Sky don't do any of that. Sky have proper cricket commentators on there talking as cricket commentators they don't show any of the 
music, the bands or whatever else, they're a bit more analytical about what's going on. And you make a good point, whenever I have watched it, whether it was last year or this year, I, I, I don't really think about it as being the 100 whatever else, it's cricket, you're watching people playing cricket shots and bowling line lengths or whatever else. And um, by the way, did you see that catch that Paul Walter, Billericay's own Paul Walter, yes. took last night? Yeah. Unbelievable. But yeah. then injured his shoulder, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I think he suffered some kind of concussion, didn't he? Because he had to, mm. uh, he had to uh, step away from the field. Um, but yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean our, our well-worn argument on this, and I don't really want to go over it too much, but just the fact that you know. Things that are being that have been successful in this could easily be transferred back to the blast. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a lot of factors this year as well. I mean, with anything, when something's new and shiny, it will get a lot of interest and it will tail off. It's a bit like when there's a new TV series or a drama series or whatever. Um, you know, the first episode is always massive viewing, and then you know whatever. But they've been really. They should have thought about the scheduling of this this year because. They were fighting against an early start to the Premier League, the Football Premier League. Yeah. Which started, I mean, was it the first couple of days of August, wasn't it? With the first games? Yeah, yeah, it was. Because you got this World Cup in the middle of winter. Yeah, although don't forget, if the World Cup wasn't in winter, then it would have been on in, well, June, July time. So it would have been a direct mm. clash. Yeah. But then you see back then, um, you had the, the, the Commonwealth Games. Yes, yes. So, you know, for the summer sports viewer, there was, there was a lot of... Um, it, was, it was a crowded space. Yeah, it was. So, you know, you could say that. And, of course, the fact that despite all of the sort of early hype, <coughs> big-name players were dropping out, didn't, decided they didn't want to take part, wanted to protect themselves for more serious stuff uh, in the impending um, cricketing diary. And... Um, you know, so you didn't necessarily have those star names, but I think, as you said before, if you're attracting a new crowd, star names shouldn't really make any it difference. Makes no difference yeah, at all. Yeah, don't know they are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'd like. I mean, I, I suspect that we won't have any listeners um, who are not cricket fans for fairly obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'd love to know whether the all the all the graphics on the screen. I mean, that as a cricket fan, that confuses me. Yeah. I, don't like I just it. want to know what the score is. And what stage of the game is, and what they're chasing, and all these up bars and down bars and everything, just confusing. I'd love to know from a from a neutral point of view, from from a a new fan's point of view, does that actually help? Does it make sense, or is it just a lot of colour and graphic on the screen? Well, what makes it even more confusing is that they use the same colour scheme in every game. So you've got that green and purple. Yeah. And I think um, I was looking at something the other day where the Oval Invincibles were playing. Uh, against whoever it was. Now, the old Invincibles wear that a, a shade of green, don't they? They do, yes. But they were coming up on the graphic as the side in the purple graphic. Oh, that's, so, that's confusing. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, my wife was watching it, and, um, you know, she's someone who really, before, you know, never had any natural interest in cricket, but unfortunately... <laughs> <laughs> it's been enforced upon yeah. her. Um, but she, you know, and it's quite interesting to her views on this kind of thing. And so that was one of the things she said. She said, I'm, I'm confused because who's batting and who's on whatever the team batting wearing green, but they're in purple on the on the side of the square. So yeah, I said it's just it's very difficult to defend actually, or even explain. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think you're right. Just they can they don't need to do that. They can have to, and they can even simplify it. 
Um, and it was funny, sort of having had a bit of that, then watching the test match last weekend, we all back to everything normal and you know, I sat watching that and I, I was just thinking here's a real compare and contrast isn't it? so you've got a fantastic Tasmanian going on for three days <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more, more yeah. of that later um, but a sold out Old Trafford um, proper cricket going on and very high quality cricket as well yeah, yeah. Um, and it kind of just begs the question you know what is so broken about this you know and, the, and test matches as we know Pricing is always contentious, but it's that old supply and demand argument from O-level economics where, you know, there's that graph of, of demand going that way and price going that way, and where they cross is where you um, where you set your price. Yeah. Um, so there is an argument, and I suppose the ECB would come back at that and say, well, we want to charge 50, 60, 100 quid at Lords. Um, but I think everywhere else is a bit cheaper, isn't it? But Well, it depends where you sit, doesn't it? I know that... Tickets for the oval test match are still going at a hundred quid a, a seat. Then. Yeah, but then you know, it's a f- <laughs> but it's a full day's entertainment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, that's it's, right. You know, it's eleven o'clock till maybe even earlier than eleven o'clock. Probably half past ten, I guess. Yeah. For the oval test, through till what half past six? Yeah. It's eight hours of entertainment. Yeah, I'm going on the Saturday. Um. Yeah, you're right, and I just sort of, you know, it just made me got my, got the old grey matter story, and I thought, you know, you've got a packed house, you know, it's, it's great. The graphics, which we were talking about, are much. Some of you watch Test match cricket, you even watch T20 down at the Blast. It's not the same. I mean, I know they're experimenting with with the hundred to try and do things, but you sort of wonder whether there's a there's there's a process in motion now that. Um, if this continues, if, if next year, you know, viewing viewing figures are down a lot. I think I just read something just before I came out that um, the BBC viewing figures are down something like twenty percent on last year. Wow! Now that's a worry because for a long time everyone has argued about the importance of getting cricket on free-to-air television to kind of spread it. And you almost think the people who looked at this last year and thought, oh, okay, fine, that's nice. And when it's come again, oh, no, there's whatever, Commonwealth Games, football. But I don't think it's been advertised as, as heavily as it was last year. I can't remember seeing an advert on terrestrial TV, on BBC, saying that whatever game is on on whatever night at whatever time. And, you know, I stumbled across it yesterday. I was just looking, flicking through the channels to see what was on. Um, saw that the 100 was on. I thought, oh, I'll have a look, see what it is. And I ended up watching half of the game. Mm. Um, but I didn't make... Uh, would I have... I probably wouldn't have set an alarm to think, oh, I've got to watch that later on, had I seen an advert for it. But the fact is, if you don't advertise something, people are less likely to watch it. That's a really good point, because when you think about other things, like Sky Sports and football, uh, Formula One... Yeah. You know, when the thing's on, they're plugging... You know, they're spending half the time sending about the next race or the next match... Uh, and half time there's all kinds of things coming out and then all the way through if you're watching Sky Sports for any any reason at all there'll be stuff coming up and it'll be about football it'll be about football whatever you know there's this constant stream now when the tournament when the 100 was starting there was a lot of adverts um, on all, all channels about all oh, the hundreds coming the hundreds coming but once it got here that sort of tailed away and you know you're right there should have been certainly on you know on the BBC that was showing the matches they should have been pushing uh, to let people know when the next match is. Because if you don't, like you say, if you don't, and you, you know, you and I are 
cricket, you know, we are genuinely interested in cricket. Well, yeah. They're also heavily interested, but... Um, Maybe there are dark forces at play. Maybe there is somebody that doesn't want the 100 to succeed. Mm. Mm. Well, well, we've got our theories on this and we've talked about them before, <laughs> but it might be the case. I still, I still think they won't let it go. It's interesting because today is the first day in the job for the new ECB uh, chairman, Mr Richard Thompson, formerly of Surrey, uh, and um, is uh, basically rolling his sleeves up today and saying about how he wants to get on with it and kind of he didn't overtly say but I think there was a tacit implication that he's going to undo some of the damage or try and undo some of the damage um, that has gone on over the last few years I mean he didn't name names but we all know who you can point the fingers at and, <laughs> and all the reasons why many fingers um, you know you've got to back him because he's the right man in that job I mean he's done a fantastic job at Surrey all these years and there have been that's been not the plain sailing that you know, you might just think there have been, you know, lows and highs at Surrey. Um, yeah. But he's left them in, a, in an amazing state. Now, you, you'd like to think that with all that experience and a genuine love for cricket, that um, he will be able to do it with England. My one fear is that will there be the dark forces that just try and stop him, and does he get frustrated and mm. you know doesn't get it done? But you hope he does because he's. He is a cricketing man. He does know the game. He does know the importance of red ball. He does know the importance of you know, and the, you know, the inevitability of the white ball creeping in. But it's how you manage it. And uh, you know, I think as we've said that uh, you know, the hundred is not going away for five years. Um, and the worrying influence of Sky Sports is you know part and parcel of that, and the, with the money involved. But. Um, the blast this year suffered, didn't it? It, it definitely yeah. suffered. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it shouldn't have done, because condensing it into one straight tournament was a good idea. But it was kind of... There wasn't a big deal of it. And again, you know, crowds and TV figures were sort of down. It was almost because they were... It was almost like, again, more dark forces trying to sort of push it to the corner of the room, which they really shouldn't have done, because the blast is the best product that we've got here, bar test cricket. Uh, and is the lifeblood to the county. So, you know, you need a strong, successful, financially successful blast to keep the counties going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.